of know-it-all advice columnists? Can I give you some advice? Just one piece of advice. The worst advice. Welcome to Not-So-Nice Advice. Hey, this is Chuck Nice. You got a problem, we got the answer. Whether it works or not. The worst piece of advice. The worst advice. Bad advice. Here's what we do. We read advice columns, we figure out why they're wrong, and then we give you the real answer. Is this bad advice? Some of the worst advice. Worst advice. Hey, I am a professional. Comedian. That's actually what makes this advice so insidious. <laughs> this is not so nice advice with Chuck Nice. I suppose it's good advice. So as the army of undead unwillingly marches, they're gonna kill us regardless. Once dead, you return as a fiend, a servant of evil, cursed and disease. In hard home, will be heard with the screams of wildings tainted, murdered, and seized. Valamogulis and Valamogulis, cause all men must die. Valamogulis and Valamogulis, and all men must serve. Valamogulis and Valamogulis, cause all men must die. Valamogulis and Valamogulis, and all men must serve. kinds of uh, Games of Thrones watchers. There's one like you, just jump in, I watch it, I can't remember any of the characters' names, and then you got the geeked out people. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm they'll like, tell you, they'll I tell can't you remember the names. Yeah. They'll tell you the biography. They know Khaleesi's birthday. Yes. Yeah. And like, yeah, what like what her bloodline is. Right. And, yeah, nipple this, size. Exactly. John's a nipple size? <laughs> really, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> by the way, she's, uh, she's, got some, she's got some pretty nice ones, by the way. <laughs> you know? I don't know if that's appropriate in the time that we live. All right. So, hey, (laughs) Uh, welcome to Not So Nice Advice, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a little subdued today. It's the end of the day. We are here at Showtime Studios in New York City. I've had a very long day and you don't care. (laughs) Right, right? People are just like, we don't give a damn, Chuck. Care about your day, but really, it doesn't make a difference when you're an entertainer. What it comes down to is this nobody gives two fucks, they give zero fucks about just hey, make it happen. Wait, is that what you are? What? Entertainer? No, I'm Zero Fox. <laughs> my name is Zero Fox. My name is Zero Fox. Perhaps you've met my cousin, too. Uh, <laughs> what the uh, hell was that? Uh, that was me farting. What? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's my new fart. <laughs> my new fart. My I new fart digitally my now. Fart? Yeah, I had a digital colostomy bag put in, and that's Ew. my fart. <laughs> Manufar. That's kind of interesting. What, a digital colostomy bag? Yeah, I like it. Anyway, um... Welcome to Not So Nice Advice. <laughs> I'm Chuck Nice. I'm your host, and uh, I am here with Seth, the producer, and Bill, the assistant. What's up, guys? Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, we had a nice little welcome back. Uh, as I said, we're going to continue putting the shows out. Seth got a new job, so we got a place to go ahead and record. We got a brand new board that we're recording into. It fancy. looks really fancy. And uh, we're here in actual office studios in uh, Midtown Manhattan. And yeah, so you know what this show is. We read advice columns and blogs. We tell you why uh, they suck. And then we give you the real answer. The answer that 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 that, that counts. Right? <laughs> your answer. Here's your answer. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing? All right. What are we doing? Uh, scatting. I think they call it scatting. Skip it. Dap it. Too bad. 
I'm Buddha Pop. My name is Catman Crubbers. <laughs> you might know me from my many appearances uh, in a little something called the Shinning. <laughs> what? He's got the Shinning. <laughs> Yes, Scatman Crothers was in The Shining, and uh, he was the oh, he was groundskeeper's Willie yeah. in The Shining. That boy got the shining. <laughs> Took an axe back. Right, exactly. People love that. It's so funny. It's like we we have come nowhere when it comes to like black stereotypes in film. I just watched the Oscars, which happened just a little while ago, mm. and uh, uh, what's that book called? The Green Book one, and which is basically driving Miss Daisy with two dudes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a gay driving. It's Ms. a Daisy. gay driving Miss Daisy. You know, except the black guy is actually very haughty. You know, he's just like my name is uh, Doctor Robinson, and I. Uh, I'm a, uh, a musician of the highest order, and he's, and 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 the uh, driver is an Italian guy from Staten Island. He's just like, hey, what is your problem, huh? Why are you talking like that? I'm Vinny Barbarino. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh! Uh, I spent all this time on my head. Look at what you do to it. You hit it. You hit it. You hit my head. So uh, basically, that's we just did the whole movie for you, people. Right. Come on, let's eat some fried chicken. I have never had fried chicken a day in my life. Eat the chicken. You nigga. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> is that what he says? I swear that's <laughs> eat the goddamn chicken, nigga. <laughs> he doesn't say that. I'm making up my own shit. Right? Don't make me laugh. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, that is <clears throat> that's basically the movie. It's it's driving Miss Daisy. With so all these black people won Oscars and, and they just ruined it by giving that movie the best. You know yeah. it. I have to say, but see, here's the thing. Hollywood has this little fantasy, and it's called the white redemption fantasy. And it's basically this. Um, they always take place in Jim Crow America, right, which is like one of the worst times for black people because that's when black people were getting lynched like it was like, you know what I mean? They were, they were lynching black people like eating popcorn. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, what are you doing this afternoon? I don't know. Thinking about lynching a nigger. And oh, like, can that, I come? I'll bring my son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, well, no, they did. Sure. It was like a town event. People, There are pictures of lynchings where people have their kids standing there and they're watching, you know, this is where Billie Holiday's song Strange Fruit comes from and, so you know it's 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 a terrible terrible time in the history of this country and a hist- and the history of black people and there's this hollywood fantasy to go back to that time and make white people good don't get me wrong there were plenty of good white people at that time but the time but the white people who were bad were they bad. were so bad they made the good white people bad i'm dead serious like yeah. the idea was this if you associated with a nigger or a jew you were a nigger lover or a Jew lover, and you were considered just as bad as them. I love them both. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. My woman is a, never mind. Oh, I back would, up. Uh, Yeah, tell me about it. I would never use that word. Beep, in, beep. In, 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 with respect to that beautiful uh, ebony queen that you have. Mm-hmm. Lucky little black China doll having motherfucker you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know what's you. so funny? It's like I look at there are three men in this room and all three men have women that are above them. You know what I mean? Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. And it's not hard for my because I'm really short. So I mean, 
Well, this is true. Maya is taller than yeah. you. Yes, so but she's t- also better looking so than you oh, and yeah. far more sociable and gracious than you. And she's smarter than you. She doesn't suck. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, listen, don't get into your life right here. Okay. We don't need that. So what you're but, trying to say, Chuck, is Maya, run. <laughs> and you know what's funny is the first time that I met Maya was at a bar on the Lower East Side. Bill came out to someplace with me and he was like, listen, I'm going. Uh, I said, where can I drop you? Because we drove. We went to the Hamptons or something. Yeah, it was the uh, the Stucky so, event. Some big, yeah, some big event, some big party. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, hey, man. Um, hey, man. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> I'm going to drop you wherever you need to go. Kung kung ka chung, babe. I can only see with one eye, though, so I may miss the stop, babe. So anyway, I said, <laughs> I said, look, I'll drop you wherever you got to go. He was like, oh, I'm going to a party on the east side with my girlfriend. I called the friends from school. I was like, oh, okay, check it out, man. Look, you know, I could use a beer because I can always use beer because, you know, I got a drinking problem. Among other things. <laughs> right. And so I was like, I'll stop in for a beer. And he was like, oh, right on. So I walk in and this gorgeous little Half Asian, half Caucasian woman is standing in the middle of the bar. Caucasian? Caucasian. She's Caucasian. (laughs) (laughs) Emphasis on the age. (laughs) So anyway, uh, and, and I thought that it was one of his friend's girlfriends. But as we're walking up, I'm thinking, you know, oh, that's you know one of these guys, and and then she kisses Bill, and I'm like, what? Look at Bill! <laughs> what up, kid? <laughs> Damn! Fist pump. Damn, Bill! <laughs> I want to get some of that. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm already getting some of that. I'm Bill Tucker Dick. <laughs> It's been a long time since we've seen Chris Tucker dick. Box office Bill dick. Oh, that's so funny. BBD. Speaking of Bill, and before we get into our first letter, guys, uh, Bill sent me some sketches that I uh, watched online. Pesky little sketches. And I got to tell you something. Our boy Bill got some talent. He's on to something? He's on to something. It only took his hundredth try. Yeah, there's some little video sketches that he made. One was about eating a burrito Mm. on a first date. Uh, which uh, was the third day? Okay, and it made it. Come on, it, it made it pretty cool. I mean, it could have been a bit more double entendre, you know what I mean? Because you are inviting a girl to put a big, thick, cylindrical thing into her mouth on your third date. You would go there, Chuck. You of course, I would. Why wouldn't you? Um, and and it 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 had uh, at many like it needed to be condensed. That's my only need to be. You know, you got to knock it down. But it was funny. And and well written. I was like, wow, look at that. Look at Bill. Look at Bill. We'll be working for him someday. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm I'm scared. <laughs> you should be. I gotta be nice to Bill. This fucking dude's gonna end up being filmmaker, and I'll be calling him up. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, Spike Bill, you gotta <laughs> you gotta spot for me and do the wrong thing. <laughs> Do the white thing. Do the, do the white thing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, really good. And uh, and then there was another one that was a um, a little commercial that uh, Bill did, uh, which was also very funny uh, and 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 needed to be um, needed some needed some um, content editing, not not actual editing, but some content editing. Why can't you say you did a good job? I start picking critiquing it on the, on the show here because my father didn't love me. <laughs> Clearly, that's why. 
And the, in my family, that's like the highest praise you will ever get. What I just did, if I got that from either one of my parents, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd be fucking Barack Obama. I don't mean like I'd be fucking Barack Obama. I'd be the first yeah, black. I mean, if it, if Maybe that too. If Maybe the opportunity arose, you would You know what? I might be shade too dark to be the first black president, but but that's how exceptional I would have been. I would have been the first black president. If my parents had just given me that much, what I just gave Bill, if either one of them gave me that much, that's how much further in life I would be. You know, shoot for the stars, buddy. Yeah. Both my parents are dead and uh, they were both very proud of me. And I know that because they wrote me a letter once. (laughs) Is that true? (laughs) No. You gonna cry again? No, they never told Fucking me. Fucking bitch, you gonna no, cry? No, uh, my mother every once in a while. Can I have that TV? You know what my mother would <laughs> fucker. Don't have to listen to the last episode, people, to figure out what that was. Oh, dude, that was so wrong. He's like, yo, man, give me your mom's TV, man. When you gonna give me your mom's TV? I said, you watch your mom's TV. I'll take the other one. Right. I don't give a shit. Anyway, <clears throat> long story short, my mother would tell other people how proud she was of me, not me. You understand? Like, that's how it works in my family. You don't tell the person. You tell other people how great they are, but you never tell them personally. <laughs> Did your dad touch your dick? No. Then you have so nothing to complain you're, you're about. Fine. Yeah, you're you're fine. fine. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Fucking baby. <laughs> Such a... <laughs> Such a dad did good job. Such a brown snowflake. <laughs> Such a... <laughs> The sissification of America. That's right. Your father never touched your dick. You should be fine. God, what do you want? You want to build a baseball field or some shit? Watch your father come walking through the corn? Is that what you want, Chuck? Huh? Why don't you go build a fucking baseball station or stadium? Have your dad come walking through the corn? Go play catch with your father, you fucking brown snowflake. Was it? Okay. You, got, you got kids now. You tell you do you tell them good stuff, right? This is true. I yeah. told my son today, right before I came here, how much I loved him. I, I mean, like seriously. Did he, you look up from the phone or no? <laughs> <laughs> and then I told him, I said, "You're my favorite son." Um, <laughs> he was like, "I'm your only son." And I was like, "Just like Jesus." <laughs> like, son, I'm gonna make you a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, you are calling back today, buddy. Making the callbacks. All right, how about we get into our show? It was the third of September. That day I'll always remember. Yes, I will. Cause it was the day that my daddy died. I never got a chance to see him. Never heard nothing but bad things about him. Mama just hung her head and said, son, Papa was a rolling stone. Dear fellas, I recently had a double mastectomy with reconstruction, but the reconstruction on one side failed. As a consequence, I am not exactly symmetrical at the moment. And I'll stay this way until the reconstruction is attempted. 
probably in a few months. I decided not to wear an external implant. It goes in the bra once I'm dressed and it makes both sides look the same, except it's very uncomfortable to wear. I call it a boob cushion. <laughs> this is her words, okay? <clears throat> boob cushion. I know, a boob cushion. Uh, I decided not to wear the external implant and I started work again when a higher up asked me if he could talk to me. He explained that people had complained to him that the look of my breast made it very uncomfortable in the office. He hinted very strongly that I should wear the boob cushion because some days I come in and I look like I have two boobs and other days I look like I'm missing one. <laughs> Why is it so funny, Chuck? This is not funny. Uh, I'm laughing because I can't believe the gall of a boss to actually yeah. say, yo, you got to you got to have two titties to work here. <laughs> you can't be coming in here one titty in it. You you got to go two titties every day. You work in Hooters? Okay. Right. Go one. Go one titty on your own time. It's not been, called Hooter. It's called Hooters. Okay. There, there's just been this office pool. Of, uh, did you lose the other one? Right. The other? No. What about okay. the doctor who fucked up one of them? How do you fuck up one of them? No, it happens been? sometimes. It? it just. She's just happy. You, I know a you woman. You would know. I, uh, I briefly I dated a girl who <laughs> had one boob. Yeah, but she had reconstructive surgery on one, and mm. and that was it. I didn't mind. I was like, yeah, she was gorgeous. You're just on the one. Boob. As a matter of fact, I think the only reason she dated me is because she had, she had one boob. You know what I mean? But she was going to have two boobs. See, I listen. Here's what I. You had. were the second boob. The, the, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it. Well, oh God, if only she wasn't fucking insane. It would have been, now maybe I was the insane person. I'm mm. not sure. Somehow we didn't work out. Shocking. Exactly. So anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, long story short, uh, this is what she says. I'm not sure what to do and how to react. Uh, I don't like wearing the boot cushion. It's really uncomfortable. I'm not sure exactly how to handle this. Signed, uh, Titty Malone alone. Um <laughs> The person writes back, dear Titty, it's frankly outrageous that anyone even think to complain that your chest is insufficient and unpleasing in any situation, but particularly post-cancer and in the workplace. It's even more outrageous that your manager would think it was appropriate to approach you and act like you are the offense. Well, all I can say is I agree with this person yeah. 100%. Okay. Get that shit and get a lawsuit. That's like gold right there. That is, that's gold. What, the jury would be like, can we double it? You exactly. Yeah. It's like she's going to have the surgery. Basically, a couple months, she right, said. Right. It's, you know, six months, whatever. So for six months, you couldn't look at this woman. First of all, she's not, it's not, it's not like titties are there for your enjoyment. No. That's ballsy of her to go and with, with, like take the thing out. Absolutely, and, just do it. and can you imagine like you're going to work and you're just like, look, this is where I am. This is who I am right now. Okay, and people look at you like, hey, complain, right? I, you gotta do me a favor. You gotta put your t- you gotta put your titties in. Okay, <laughs> now we got we got two rules in this office. Okay, uh, you gotta put your teeth in and you gotta put your titties in. Okay, <laughs> when I masturbate in the bathroom, I vision right. two I, titties. That's right. And now I'm only gonna see one titty, mm-hmm. and that's gonna ruin my whole my whole lunch break. I'm going to tell you what would be even more creepy, though, okay? If it was just like, could you do me a favor and not wear your titty tomorrow? (laughs) 
The office just doesn't like change. Yeah. All... Do me a favor. Please come in tomorrow without it. Okay, I just need some spank potter. The office just doesn't oh, like so, change. Oh, so that's the fantasy? Yeah, the, well, no, there are people who have that fantasy. A yeah. one-titty fantasy? Oh, God, yes. At least be in the middle, then? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to hell for this. You know that. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, I think you're absolutely right. Quit the job. Yeah. And sue this company. Record them, too. Yeah, record talk about it again. Hey, can yes. we talk about my boob again? Document everything. Quit mm. and get paid, girl. Mm-hmm. They're going to pay for your reconstructive first surgery. That's what's about to happen. You about to get a more, free more titty. You about to get a free titty up in here. <laughs> you about to get a free titty up in here, girl. Up in here. <laughs> I'm about to lose my titty. Y'all going to make me here. lose my breast. Up in here. Up in here. Y'all going to make me pound my chest. Up in here. Up in here. Y'all going to make me good or ripple. Up in here. Up in here. You know the next word is nipple. Up in here. Up in here. <laughs> <laughs> ain't got nothing on you, Chip. Yeah. <laughs> uh. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Dude, that was me. Yeah, was like, don't you? look at yeah. me. Was... No, these microphones are very wow. sensitive, man. Picked up Chuck's fart. No, what? No. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, it's the chair. Oh. Yeah. Sound like a fart. Does yours do that? Yeah, I just oh. heard it. Oh, Chuck. Your, yours is the it's most your tail. sensitive. Your tail's rubbing against the... Yeah. I heard some of you coloreds had tails. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the chicken, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> and let me see your tail. <laughs> Someone asked me in college if I had horns because I'm a Jew. Somebody asked me in college if I had a tail. I'll never forget. His name was Bob. Was that really a thing? I just thought I just made that up. Yeah. So, you know, I went to school in Western Pennsylvania, as they call it. uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Nothing around here, are you? Yeah. So, uh, but there was a guy named Bob, and I'll never forget. He asked me, did I have a tail? And he asked me in front of two other black dudes. It was a bad, bad situation. They jumped down. They jumped on him, and they were going to kill him. You saved him? And I saved him. I was like, don't do it, don't he, do he it. He saved parts of them. <laughs> no. No, I was just like, don't beat him up, man. I was like, I, I, <clears throat> you know what? Just hold him down, I'll shit in his head. <laughs> exactly. I was like, no, I was like, it's not worth it. Number one, like, if he's, if he's being genuine, then this is an opportunity to have a conversation. And if he's not being genuine, then, you know, all, all that's going to serve is the fact that you're going to get kicked out of school. Listen, Robert, uh, we don't have tails, but we have really big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he saw. Right. It was just, it was like oh, a shadow or yeah, something. Yeah, it's just like, girl, that's not a tail. I'm tucking. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. Hey, why don't we move on to another letter? <laughs> did we fix that one? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Listen, that corner suit. Yeah, quit the job and sue. That's the best advice you can get. Time for our next letter. Titties. I still love you, baby, even though you have one titty. I still need you, baby, even though you have one titty. Yeah, even though you have one titty. Dear fellas, five years ago, my husband and I gave an infertile sister some fertilized embryos now they're already fertilized so that means that they're viable okay it's not like 
they just gave them the egg. These are fertilized embryos. That's a whole new story right there. They're babies. That's babies right they're there. They're babies. Yeah, that's their they're babies. They gave them their babies. And so she said, we meant it as a gift to my sister-in-law because she was in agony because she could not have any children. She now has a beautiful daughter. And my husband and I are rethinking our offer. She is overly involved to the point where she has refused to leave the child alone with her husband for over a year now. My niece has obvious separation anxiety. She is still not toilet trained, and she is 13. What? I'm joking. I'll put that part in. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, is this, is, this, is this one of those kids that was like left in the back? <laughs> <laughs> Their marriage is on the rocks, but my sister-in-law asked for other embryos. Wow. She wants to have another child to make a sibling. Gotta get she's home. an in-law. And she's asking for more eggs from the, she's getting, she's, the marriage is on the rocks. The marriage is on the rocks. She's asking for more eggs, and she's asking her sister-in-law. She Mom, a- just, just one, just wait a minute, wait a minute, check this out. She asked in front of the family during a Christmas gathering. We gave a noncommittal response, and then she publicly asked again in front of the family. We did not respond. I hate to be presumptuous of my sister-in-law in pushing after we demurred the first time. It was humiliating for me to have my private business paraded in front of everyone. I fear what will happen if we refuse this. All right, the person writes back, whatever you decide, whatever you want to say, I think you should say no, although make sure that you are very emphatic <laughs> yeah, whatever you do, make sure that this is not up for a discussion or a debate. Um, the answer definitely is no. I mean, we you already think we already know. I think they should take their other kid back. That's what my that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Go get your kid. I, I show up one day. Uh, yeah, we're here for the baby. Wait, we said no take backs. <laughs> That's our kid, by the way. And uh, yeah, we're, we're taking it. Yeah, she's a lousy mom. I mean, um, she's uh, clearly she's got some issues. But here's oh. the thing. Everybody, everybody's a lousy parent in some way. True. I mean, let's think about it. Everybody is a lousy parent in some way. Not Bill. I got to tell you, Bill's parents, I mean, how are your parents lousy? Because I've met them and they just seem like they're such, and your mom just seems like she loves you so much. Maybe that's their fucking flaw, Bill. They love you too much. Well, I mean, we, we went through a rough patch. There was a time that like was not good and I, and I put myself in therapy for like three years. So it's like, there, there was that, but other, wait a minute. Um, you put yourself in therapy, or yeah. Your, or your you diagnosed parent? yourself. You said so I realized I had a, a. Well, I mean, I remember the moment where I was sitting at my kitchen table and I was seeing a bunch of shit go down, and I just kind of had this moment of I don't know how to solve this, and I don't know who to go to. So I don't know, who, like I don't, I don't know how to solve this. I don't know who to go to, and I can't talk. How, to, how old were you? I can't when talk you to anybody here. In therapy, I asked for therapy. It was probably uh, last 21. year. <laughs> Okay, twenty one. That's old enough to put. No, yeah, no. I mean, it, it, was, it was. I mean, like, I asked to be put in therapy. It wasn't like I paid for it myself, but it was like I asked, like, "Hey, I'm having issues, and I'm not, and no one in this house can solve it for me." 
I can't deal with you fuckers I need, anymore. I need to talk to someone else. Wow, that's very mature of you, even at 21. I got well, I mean, this was after, you know, lots of, like... Now, and, what, and what did you find in therapy? That you were the fucking problem? That, no. Is that what you found out? That your parents were cool and you were the fucking problem? Is that what no. you found out? That's not what you found out? No. Really? Did you find out that your parents had any problems? That they, were they part of the problem in your life? I mean, we were all... We, we There were all things we needed to work on, but there were problems that they had that they needed See, to See, that's how with. I can tell you don't have no fucking kids. Because yeah. you think Because I don't have children? Per- yeah. That was probably the first giveaway. No, the first giveaway is the fact that you think your parents were part of the problem. You the fucking problem, Bill. Okay. Just you. Let's be honest. No, let's, let's, let's be honest. Not, wait, by the way. Well, I didn't have you in therapy at the time, so if they had you to just be like... <laughs> Mediating the situation of no, 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 no. no. But the therapist. See, that, now you see how I parent. See, I t- <laughs> this is what I tell my kids: uh, you're the problem. Okay, not dad. Right. Anyway, go ahead. The therapist said you need a hobby, and that's how box office bill was born. <laughs> I'm gonna start looking at box office receipts, and I'm gonna memorize them. Done. Okay, no, that, that was a so. Problem. So no, what did you find out? What did you find out? What, what, what did they tell you? There were issues that weren't being said, lots of feelings being bottled up, and nothing was getting talked about. It was just everyone was getting angry and storming off and being more right than the other one. And it kind of was me that kind of went, yo, we're all fucked up, and I want to fix something. Because so you saved your family. I don't want to ever claim that, but it was just You just did. They, you, you did, they, though, Bill. Yeah, well, yeah. You saved your family. I, well, I did the thing where I like to hear nice things about myself, but I don't want to say them myself. I like to make someone else say them to me. So you said it, so... Kind of like the reverse of instead of so they don't have children. I can't tell, tell my tell other people that my children are great. I expect you to tell me. So no, um, no, I already gave you love early in the show. I know. Don't now push. I got two love. No. So two whole love. But um, wow. But yeah. uh, that's a record from me, by the way. Uh, anyway, that's so that's pretty cool, though, man. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. Wanna, I want to go get drunk and talk to my kids now. I want to talk more to Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I wasn't in a good place at the time either. It was like, it was up until then I wasn't not handling things very well. So, How yeah. many people have you killed, Bill? No, well, I mean, the big issue was I was, for about a year I was cutting myself. And, oh. Whoa. And, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. This took we, a turn. Dude, we, we just got real up in here. We were just joking I thought we around. were. Now Bill. Oh, we're not, oh, we're not joking around? Because I didn't remember the joking around about, like, so what was therapy like? Was that fun? Was that oh, a great time? <laughs> What were you doing in therapy? Put yeah, the fork down, Bill. Put the fork down. Hey, Bill, all I can tell you is that uh, my my therapy is a lot of fun because I lie to my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> we have a great time. I'm spending two hundred dollars an hour to tell this guy somebody else's life. <laughs> what was the what was the impetus? I am so forget uh, not so nice advice. By the way, here's your advice, lady. That person is awful. If you don't want to see them have any more children, don't make that happen. Okay. That's, take yours back. Stop giving and, them children. Right, stop and, giving her children. Right. Stop giving her kids and, and take your kid back. Now, back to Bill. How did this cutting thing come about? It There's a bunch of shit that kind of just a bunch of feelings that happened in college where I just kind of felt like I... I felt invisible in a lot of ways, and it was basically it was an attention grabbing moment. But it, uh, on no the, cutting is not about attention well, grabbing. That's something it, that's very that you know that's deep seated. I mean, was, that's more than a, attention grabbing is getting drunk, binge drinking, pulling out your penis at a party, uh, you know, shitting in the punch bowl. I mean, you know, all kinds of you know, uh, lining up like thirty two bottles, uh, beer bottles in the hallway, and then taking a, a golf driver and one by one with a pair of goggles on. Uh, uh, driving through each and every one of them. That's did you do that? A, I didn't say I did it. I oh. just said that. Yeah, I did it. Uh, <laughs> but like that's that. That's when you want attention. Cutting is like uh, you got to feel pain to acknowledge pain or something like that. You know. But um, 
So I did that. I did that for a while because I kept like there was like a degree of feeling invisible, and there was a degree of like. So it was kind of like, oh well, nothing Bill says is ever going to be like serious. It's just going to be a jokey, silly thing. Well, that's and great. So, I mean, that's a great if, way to go through life. It's that's called really, being a comedian. Well, yeah. <laughs> what do you think I, my life is, well, Bill? I Nobody. Couldn't find, I couldn't find a microphone, <laughs> but I could find a knife. But um, so. <laughs> um, wow! Look at that dark humor. Yeah. I couldn't find a microphone, so I've spoken to a knife. Well, I, I could find. Well, yeah. I could um, find a knife. Sometimes it's just cry for help. But I was, Sometimes it is, yeah. But I was doing you that. You know how I cry for help? Help. <laughs> Please help. That's how I cry for help. First of all, I, I, it's so weird that I'm finding this out about you here on this show. But you know what? We, uh, we are out of time. And look, this is just like a therapy session, let's isn't do, it? Let's do one more letter. No, this is just like a therapy session. Let me let me tell you the best part of therapy. All right, here's here's it the best like part. It cuts like a knife. Yeah, it cuts like a. I said it cuts like a knife. Okay, no, here's the best part of therapy. <laughs> Once I get to a place where I'm warmed up and I really want to talk about something, my therapist goes, "Okay, well, listen, we're gonna have to get to that next week because we don't have enough. We don't have enough time. That's all for today, right?" And I go like the and this is what I say: You would make an excellent hooker. <laughs> Dude, you would make an excellent hooker, all right? Because, like, right when I'm about to bust, you're just like, and time's up, okay? You know. String you along. Yeah, if I had another 200 bucks, could I, could I tell you my problems then? No, because I have another appointment. <sighs> Sorry. You really would make a good hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Next! Well, Bill, this is fascinating stuff to find out about you, man, but I'm glad that it worked yeah, I out. Don't, I don't, What's that I don't open with this typically. What's that on your arm? I got I, this. Is just from clumsiness, and I. Uh, okay. I, you sure? I am, yeah. Now we I have death perception problems, and mm. I reached. Mm. I I am not good at pulling things out of an oven. Bill, that is. That Bill. is mm. We're getting suspect now, Bill. This is a fun trend that I want to mix <laughs> right now. I will. I, this is one of those ones that like. Bill jokes about a lot of things. Bill will leave if this continues. Um, oh, oh, Bill's talking in third person. I know what happened. Bill's there. getting very angry. I, I, we've lost Bill. <laughs> I will go full Costanza. Um, Good. But yeah, no. Talk about There's, Aquaman. Bill, don't explain yourself. We're fucking with you. Here's my question, and then we're going to end the show. Did it work out? Yes. Okay. I mean the therapy, not the <laughs> not the cutting. Yeah, yeah the therapy. The therapy, yes, it did. Okay, cool, man. Cool. I mean, listen. That's all that counts. You know, my you know my my chief concern is that you're okay, yeah, and that you give good content for the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's some good advice you gave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was nice advice. No, I'm super happy that it worked out, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, as somebody who you know, I've tried therapy over the years, and I'm in therapy now, and uh, I have to say that uh, I recommend it for everyone. Yeah, I, you know, I just think it's a great thing to uh, even pets. To, yeah, yeah, even pet pet therapy. Yes. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go. Uh, find Seth the producer at Seth the Twit on Twitter. Bill at Flavor Department on Twitter. I am at Chuck Nice Comic everywhere. Make sure that you leave good comments when you uh, download this podcast so that we can actually raise in the rankings and uh, until next time. I'm Chuck Nice saying if you got a problem. We got the answer. I'm not going to do it, Bill. See, you were looking at me. You're like, he's going to make a reference. He's going to make a reference. And I'm not. Now it cuts like a knife.